The Beast Host Invades Astronomicon is brought to you by Bobby's Buds. With legalization sweeping the nation, it's important to know where and who your cannabis products are coming from. With Bobby's Buds, he's putting his damn name right on it. Originator of the Fago-flavored cannabis concentrate cartridge, highly sought after, truly trusted, powerfully potent cannabis products. Bobby's Buds, he's the plug's plug. Hit him up on Instagram at BobbyTheBarber1. Catch Bobby's Buds and 656 Records this September as they host the most exciting cannabis and hip-hop lifestyle festival in the Northeast, 656 Fest. Visit 656fest.com for more information. What up, heads? Another week down, another weekend blast to the past from my cracker ass. We welcome you to the Beard Speaks Again, episode 8. My name is Chuck fucking Reeves. I am that beast host. Salute and flame emojis to all you listeners, the Patreons, other heads, whether friend or fiend. Welcome back. Make sure, regardless of your listening platform, that you like, subscribe, heart react, leave a good review on iTunes, and make sure these podcasts are shared to your peers, your family members, your co-workers, strangers you meet on the bus, and definitely share these with your local law enforcement. The Beast Host social media is open, albeit under a state of flux right now. It is still Beast Host Beard everywhere it's available, which right now is just Facebook. So, until we get this Twitter and now this Instagram shit figured out, make sure you slide on over to Facebook, Beast Host Beard. Patreon is still Beast Host Beard. On that tip, February's Patreon exclusive content will be going up this week. That includes the extra videos and the live stream, which is actually happening Thursday night. Make sure you slide on over there. If you haven't done so, there is a legion of hater Patreons, and they are strong, and we have a good time on these fucking Patreon-only live streams. So that's just patreon.com slash beard. On today's way back throwback, shit gets bad. We talk about Gmo Ski's answer to Psychopathic Records' constant shit-talking in the form of the song Pull His Resume. In the second segment, we end up talking to Psychopathic Records artist and Violent J's girlfriend, Blase Rose, amid accusations of domestic violence that were dogging her during the week of May 18, 2017. These broadcasts included the very first of the now infamous YouTube live streams and the first of the thousands of mentions of my beard Sherpa Jake and his wonderful Beard Love Company. We celebrated 1,000 subs and shit-talked all the female MCs. So without any more wait, the beard speaks again. Now. Oh, come on, he's a miserable cocksucker fucking asshole. You hate him, admit it. Last night, while I was finishing editing the six foot, seven foot breakdown that I did in my little rant about the uh, issue going on. See, I, I don't even want to say it. I don't even want to say it. I don't want to go all Alex Jones again and start screaming. Let me take a deep breath. But that video, you know, while I was editing that and shit, I'm, my phone's blowing up. Fucking Gmo, 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 Gmo murdered Jay. Gmo murdered Jay. For a minute there, I kind of believed it. Not even 11 hours later, after the release of Six Foot Seven, Gmo Ski debuted Pull His Resume 
on the hookup over on Magic Ninja Entertainment Radio. And I guess the decision was made to put it up on his YouTube page. Right now, Puller's resume is sitting somewhere around 43,000 views. Now, Puller's resume wasn't something that he had pre-written. This is a direct response to what Jay did with that six-foot, seven-foot video. And according to Gmo, he wrote, recorded, and had the shit bounce back to him mixed in less than five hours. Now, we didn't get a video for it. All we got was a static shot. Looks like from the G video. But we don't need a video with bars this brutal. Gmo, message. I'm finna give you a reason to have a real vendetta now. Tell the truth, Violent J, you still riding with pedophiles. Whoever decided to appoint you as the head of clowns must have been smoking the fattest crack rocks on Seven Mile. All right, right off rip, Gmo goes after Violent J about the pedophile being in the video. I don't know if he saw my post about it or any of the other multitude of posts that were going down about the shit yesterday. But as everybody knows, this motherfucker, Will Sigler, was in that video. We already banished that motherfucker once. They've been lying to us. It pissed a bunch of us off. I'm trying not to get caught up on that. <sighs> I don't even fucking talk about it. I don't even want to fucking talk about it. If you, if you want to know my feelings on this shit, I went all Alex Jones crazy yesterday on that video. So you can go ahead and hit that link up. Today, we talking about this dope shit, pull his resume. Like I said, right out the gate, hitting him with them facts, that hard fucking truth. It's a lot of shit that the 17 percenters out there, especially the ones I see out there on YouTube, CPN, Crazy McCormick, they had a tendency of either overlooking or a lot of them are trying to make fucking excuses about now. And just go see my last video. There are no excuses for this. But right off Jump Street, Gmo hitting him with those facts. I'm glad he led with that. Like I said yesterday, this should be what we're focused on. Fuck all this fake beef shit. This beef shit's a red herring. The fucking pedophile in the building is the real issue here. Cause he doing shit to make his own team suffer. And I know a secret, he gay as Adam Levine's brother. Haunted in his dreams when he's underneath covers by the big bad man, young wicked the niece fucker. Vala J hiding under his covers by the big bad man, young wicked the niece fucker. Now here's the thing. I'm pretty sure Young Wicked was in the studio with Gmo yesterday, and it wouldn't be surprising if he engineered and fucking mixed and mastered that track in-house at the dojo. That's a fucking killer line, especially given the line in Six Foot Seven about Violent J wanting to fuck people's nieces. Now, I didn't bring it up in my breakdown, but that shit's completely fucking corny when you literally just kicked the guy off your fucking label for fucking your own niece. Get off his dick, you looking like a tree hugger. You and Jump Steady, hella petty, y'all should be lovers. Turn the other cheeks and pucker your lips up to kiss Tech Nine's ass again. You a bitch, bro. You think you could diss whoever you want? Now this track is on repeat, niggas letting it bump. He brings up what I said, what I've been saying since that fucking Juggalo show with Violent J, the last one. That they've been kissing Tech Nine's ass. Jump Steady as well. Couple of cocksuckers they are. Gotta agree with Gmo once again. Point to Sir Gmo. Ain't you the dude, Slim Shady, beheaded and snuffed? And now you dropping disses directed at us? I'm finna pull his resume. I heard all the shit you said today. Now I gotta take your breath away. Bitch, I'm finna pull your resume. Alright, now here's what we're gonna talk about. All the fucking 17 percenters saying that they don't understand why Gmo would get involved and why Twisted wouldn't say something or someone that was mentioned in the video. 17 percenters, I get it. All you know is ICP. But out there, there's a fucking genre of music called hip-hop. And that's where all this fucking shit exists. Especially the dissing that went on yesterday. 
when you diss my team, you're going to get retaliation from everybody on my team. They just let G go first. Now, as far as Twisted not returning fire, I truly believe that that has something to do with the extreme personal nature of their relationship with the clowns and that they know if they make a move like that, it's going to destroy the whole thing. Bitch, I'm finna pull your resume. Boy, you must be shooting special K. Fucking with G mode, nigga, let us pray. I'ma pull his resume. This nigga, Violent J, extra gay. The honey badgers off his leash, let him play. I'ma pull his resume. I understand, let him hate. He was heavy in the game, now he featherweight. I'ma pull his resume. The hook's fucking fire. But nigga, use a record deal to bait hoes. Signing skanks and face paint like blase rose. Wearing the same draws for 10 straight shows. Mars fucked your bitch, now you piss, nigga, case closed. He brings up the blase rose thing, which he just said exactly what we all been thinking for the better part of a fucking year now. How the fuck you gonna use a record deal to bait a hoe? They can tell whatever story they want. That he met her first, found out she rapped, ba ba ba, whatever. She's not around anymore for a fucking reason. She turned into a nightmare for a fucking reason. Jay, the Duke's dick, got his ass in trouble. Once again, Gmo hitting him with straight facts. Point Gmo. All right, now, we all know that Mars didn't fuck Becky, but it's still funny. And this is still hip-hop. And this is way funnier than any of that shit in the other video. For real, we're only like 90 seconds into this thing, and I've already counted at least three really, really good shots that overall already beat the entirety of six foot, seven foot. Why you talking shit like you undefeatable? You the worst lyricist to ever fucking see a booth. Dissing Whitney Payton, but Whitney Payton would ether you. You don't want pussy, bitch. You playing gay peekaboo. Now go get an ice pack. This shit is finna burn. A little birdie told me some shit that made a nigga squirm. He helped you find some zannies and you tried to lick his worm. You a gay bitch, Violent J. The shit has been confirmed. All right, now. We know that Violent J likes his fucking Xanax or whatever. That's pretty well been documented from what I get. This is just hip-hop. Him saying that Jay's gay, there's no real factual evidence for this, and there doesn't fucking have to be. For all the 17 percenters out there whining, oh, oh, it's just all these gay jokes, and it's him calling Violent J gay for fucking three minutes, blah, blah, blah. Let me remind you real quick what your boy did. I'm not gay, but I'm gonna suck this dick. I'm sucking a dick in front of you because I don't care what the fuck you think at all. Sucking a dick, knowing... The only one seeing it is us. I'm talking about you sucking a dick and you're not gay. If you're gay, okay. fine, suck a dick, whatever. I'm gonna suck this dick in front of you. You're not gay and you're sucking a dick. You're not sucking a dick. Okay. Now let me remind you that this is motherfucking hip hop and a guy like Ice Cube dropped a song called No Vaseline, which was just a one big giant gay joke. And that's one of the greatest diss records of all time. Maybe the 17 percenters out there who don't understand the dynamics of hip-hop and the dynamics of rapping in a battle of this format should shut the fuck up about it. Yeah, I'm looking at you. And that's straight, if you gay, it's okay, Joe But never beg to suck a man's dick after he say no You fucking lame-o, shove the juggalo march up your ass and go follow a rainbow Kill shots Pull his resume. I heard all the shit you said today. Now I gotta take your breath away. Bitch, I'm finna pull your resume. Boy, you must be shooting special K. Fucking with G mode, nigga, let us pray. I'ma pull his resume. This nigga, Violent J, extra gay. The honey badgers off his leash, let him play. I'ma pull his resume. I understand, let him hate. He was heavy in the game, now he featherweight. I'ma pull his resume. Yeah. Hey, yo, who the fuck is this old ass nigga? 
you old dusty ass buster. <laughs> Bro, the dust bunnies off this old nigga, bruh. Motherfucker, stupid. Then you just get your ass beat by Tech Nine, nigga. You be getting your ass beat. First it was Eminem, now it's Tech Nine. Who finna fuck you up next, nigga? Quit running your mouth, bitch. Gmo, Infan. And, of course, he finishes out strong with that hook. The inclusion of the hook in the diss track is real, real unique and real fucking awesome. That's a lot of shit I've seen in the comments. People going, oh, who's got a hook on a fucking diss song? Fuck you. He can do what he wants. He literally just played Violent J harder than I think anybody has ever hit him before. Esham, Lavelle, any of those guys included. No one's ever come at fucking J like this. This disrespectfully and fucking for one, I'm glad to see it. Now, of course, I hear the same complaints from all 17 percenters. It's nothing but gay jokes, but we fucking covered that. Why did Gmo do it? I covered that, too. This is his team. He's going to fucking ride for his team. When Ice Cube got into a beef with Cypress Hill, okay, Dub C sat the beef out because he was friends with Cypress. Mac-10 didn't know Cypress, and he went harder on them than Ice Cube did almost. This is standard operating procedure in hip-hop. 17 percenters, as much as you want to paint your faces and believe you're something else, you are, you are hip-hop fans. The music that ICP put out for quite a long time was put in the hip-hop category of the goddamn record store. So you have to operate by hip-hop rules, not that you just like Jay better and that, may, that means he won. Literally, when I heard this track the first time, this is what I fucking saw. So I don't think I got to say much more about the motherfucking shit, to be honest with you. Gmo point fucking violent J zero. You can't come back from this one, or I really hope he tries. Gmo's built for this. He said it. He's prepared for all the backlash. He's prepared for all the consequences and repercussions of dissing the Duke of the Wicked. And you know what? I'm proud of that boy. Over the last few days, there's been some rumor and stories going around that ex-psychopathic records recording artist and Jay's ex-girlfriend, Blase Rose, was potentially a fugitive from law enforcement after allegedly assaulting both her aunt and grandmother, her aunt with a weapon. There was supposedly a warrant out for her arrest and the police were actively looking for her. Well, today, I got a chance to speak to Miss Blase Rose via Facebook video chat and I made sure she knew that I was going to be putting this information out for all of you. Blase claimed in our discussion that there was never a warrant for her arrest, that she was called in by police in Maine for questioning in regards to a mutually combative fistfight that went on between her and her aunt in which they both received injuries. Throughout the conversation, she insisted that the incident was completely overblown and was somehow being used by her aunt. So I'm just going to play this montage of clips. I tried to keep it strictly to what's going on right now with Blase and... 
towards the end of the conversation, we spoke about perhaps doing a more long-form Beard Speaks. So, in her own words, Blase Rose. You know, so I go back to help her up. She lives up there in Livermore all alone. There's nothing up there. It's just woods. And, Wait, uh, and where is this? Fucking Minnesota? No, Maine. Oh, well then what's somebody telling me that you got a warrant in another state? I didn't realize it was all in Maine. No, I never even had a warrant. Well, where are you now? In Maine? Yeah, I'm in Maine. I've been in Maine. So, um, but yeah, Melody never discussed. I told her. She knew the whole situation. She told me I didn't have to pay her nothing at all. I didn't have to worry about it. The three months that I was staying there, or kind of three months I was staying there, um, I gave her any money I possibly could whenever I could. I helped her out with anything she needed. And she's in the middle of the East long fuck. And uh, she's sitting there begging my grandmother to have me come back because she misses me so much. Because that was something a lot of issues, a lot of people have an issue with over the last two days was the whole anti-domestic violence thing. And then from all public purposes, it looked like you beat a family member in the house and pushed poor grandma. So you're telling me that this story is fabricated by your aunt. We, we fought. So you guys had a physical fight, though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I got okay. a little mark here on my thing. I got some bruises and some sores. But yeah, um, after she had had me removed from her house, she had called the cops on me what four days before this altercation happened. Okay. And had me removed from so, her house. So, so you you have bullshit. been bouncing. So that's true. You have yeah, been, yeah, bouncing. been bouncing. I'm gonna put out some of this information just because there's people fucking running their mouths. There's a there's at least. Oh, I know. So, so, poli- so police ain't looking for you. You're not hiding. No, no um, when she called the police, I didn't know she called the police. So the police called um, my mother up and he left the number in an extension. And I called them the next day and he set up an appointment with them. Went down to the, the office and just told them my side of the story. So oh. now it just goes to court. All right. So. All right, yeah, then. Well, never on the run, never had a warrant. <laughs> and you had say that I fucking spread rumors. I want to thank Becky Blase Rose for taking the time today to speak with me. We had a quite a bit longer conversation, but a lot of that is not for what we're talking about here. I hope that she sees this, she likes the way she was portrayed, and that perhaps she would like to sit down with me for a complete long-form Beard Speaks Beast Host interview. Yes or no in the chat, were you familiar with me before YouTube? was before YouTube, and if so, why? Did you know me before the YouTube? If you got no social media, then I don't know how to give you prizes. I'm sorry. See, no, yes, nope, yes, no. Well, if anybody doesn't know, I've been operating under the name East Coast Beast Host or Beast Host for about the last five years, hosting live events, hip-hop shows, and underground shows specifically in New England, the East Coast in general. Um, in those five years, I've done 500 fucking shows. Now, of those 500 shows, I'd say 2 and 4% 
of the shows I've done in the last five years were juggalo related. However, I am a motherfucking juggalo and I've been a juggalo. I had a fucking FM radio show. I still technically do um, called Black Fridays. That's on 90.3 FM WRIU out of Kingston, Rhode Island. Every Friday afternoon, 3 p.m. to 6. Yeah, I don't talk shit about locals anymore. Vinny, I try not to. Nobody's friends with Chuck Reeves anymore. Chuck Reeves got snuffed out by the motherfucking gods of Facebook. They got snuffed. Yep, there we go. See, Worcester shows. Anybody who goes to shows in Worcester, you probably know who I am. You've probably seen me on them stages before. I've been hosting shows a long time. But before that, I was just a dude going to shows. The mystery show, which is the fucking, I'm talking about the second mystery show, the one that went down in Providence. That was one of my first big, big exposures on Twisted Stage. It was one of the first times I think they saw me do what I do. And it's hard to explain what I do. I mean, you all see what I do here, and it's kind of a fucking version of that, I guess. My live shit's a little different. I mean, I, I do dumb shit. It's a lot of personal interaction. A viewer contacted me from Nebraska. He's got a beard company. Let me make sure I'm fucking giving him his proper due. Because he's kind of the man for this one. I wish I knew what the company was called. My Beard Love, perhaps? Yes, the company is called My Beard Love. Beset. They contacted me. They enjoy my beard. They're going to provide me with some products. So I might be doing some more beard shit. But the beard is kind of, it's a foot. It's just over a foot long at this point. And, you know, competitively, they measure it from here down. So it's like 12 and a half inches from here. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm trying to go to Worlds in September. There's a beard, you know, the beard, the big beard world championship is actually in Austin, Texas this year. So I'm trying to get make it down there for that. Maybe compete, but if I'm going to compete, it's got to be in the foot and under categories because once you get over a foot, you're dealing with dumb shit that I'm not prepared to do to myself as far as fucking throwing tons of fucking product and everything else. It's about the new Two Dope album. At the moment, I'm not buying anything that company's fucking selling because of the fucking dumbass fucking pedophile situation but you best believe be downloading it when i get the fucking shit in the mail uh, when i get it in my email <clears throat> it's gonna be dope i mean if that first track is any indication and i don't think he's gonna throw any beef shit in there either because that ain't his steez now i ain't buying nothing from Sai. that that's my deal right now there's too much other dope shit. I don't, I don't even mean Magic Ninja shit. See, that's the thing. People got me fucked up at the moment because a bunch of these 17 percenters are still talking about me talking bad about sign. It's like, nah, man, I'm just not supporting their shit. I haven't said anything bad about them in 12 days. But all right, speaking of local guys, 
Show a yeses in the chat. Who's familiar with the homie passionate MC? I call him the homie, the homie, strictly because he's from around the way and he stays home. But I got a long history with Pash. Anybody who might have seen my last, I guess it was episode three. So fuck around. And I got this in my inbox. Let me go ahead and pop this up. I'm gonna I'm gonna split screen with this dude in the most ghetto of fashions. Did anybody see this picture? I mean, can we be can we be honest for a minute? Yo. Shit, your video is hysterical. Your video is fucking funny as shit, man. I'm glad somebody's got some good jokes because CPN ain't got any. Exactly, yo. What the fuck is that? What in the fuck is going on here? Okay, so this is, this is, he, he didn't look like this. I don't think he did. I mean, if that's what's under the hoodie, then he need to put the hoodie up because that's fucking terrible. Like, terrible. Awful. Yeah, what is that? I Exactly. I don't know what that is. Honestly, I don't. I mean, he kind of looks like there. And if you don't know who that is, that's Jim Brown. And man, he played him. He played a character called uh, Fireball in that movie. So he could be trying to be Fireball. Here's another good shot of Fireball. That shit. That shit's dope. But see, he's got sleeves. Did Did he cut the fucking did did he cut the sleeves off his haircut? Because, I mean, I'm trying to figure out there's got to be a reason for this. Because if you look as well, the shit's all cockeyed. Look at his fucking hairline. Like, look at that shit. He got that red fox hairline. Maybe he's trying to be red fox. I don't know. I don't. He tried to look like Wesley in the fucking, in the, in the fucking Demolition Man movie. Right? Like, straight the fuck up. Yay! Like, you trying. You trying. He's trying for something. I, I got no idea. Why he cut the sleeves off his manhood. I like the way somebody's in there talking about you realize most people laugh at how you guys look. Yeah, most people do. And that's why I have no problem. Problem laughing at the way this cat looks and that he did that intentionally he intentionally dyed up his sides instead of fixing his fucking hairline you see that you see that what in the shit is going on there i don't even have a hairline like of course i don't have a fucking hairline like no shit son oh really what else to say about this shit I really, I just don't, I don't know what to say anymore. This was a, a, a an absolute, he chose to do that. He chose to, just to make himself look like that. I assume it's for a fucking reason. I know he's got a bar fight coming up, but I didn't know he wanted to get burned about the way he looks. It's like a reverse skunk, man. He, he looked. He looked like he got struck by fucking lightning. Like, if that's what's under the hoodie, dog, if that for real is what's under the hoodie, 
you need to put the hoodie back up. What does he do? What does it look like he does? He's a rapper. Of course he is. Shouts to the 40-something people. A romper. Yo, you know what? This whole romper bullshit, too. Let me clarify something. I posted about it on Facebook. Something short and sweet. Coveralls are not male rompers. Let's not get it fucking twisted. Male rompers have a high crotch and are like shorts and shit. Coveralls have a low crotch, are baggy. I can wear them with Tim's. You fucking call. Go ahead and fucking call my coveralls that I rock sometimes a fucking male romper. Go ahead and call it. And I'll romp my fucking foot right up your ass. I'll romp my foot up your ass. But yo, for real, if, if you don't know who Passionate is, go go bother him on Facebook, Passionate MC, and let him know that he he fucking cut the fucking side the sleeves off his fucking haircut there. It's a little fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I'm um, Steve. I mean, I might do a couple of things. Um, specific topics about myself, where I'm at now. I know, you know, there's a combination of people who know me from, you know, Facebook. They know me from here, the newer people. And then there's people who know me in New England for a while. And a lot of those people, even they don't know my backstory. So, you know, one one of these days I am going to do a video about then my Navy, you know, I was in the Navy for 10 years. I have a bunch of documents to prove that shit up. We could like, I can literally sit here with the camera and hold the documents up and explain like, you know, I went to school here and this is what I learned and here's my graduation certificate. And this was on this date, you know what I'm saying? And tell stories of the countries I've been to and the deployments I did. Been in a lot of shit with a lot of rappers. Uh, I got back into the game kind of in uh, 2007 after like a 10-year absence while I was in the military. I'm going to start trying to do more of these and have guests in from things I like because um, there's a lot of things out there that I'm into that I'd love to talk to the people involved, even like shit like Replicon. If, you, if you're not familiar with Replicon Radio, you're fucking up a St. Louis, Missouri area. Dope, dope, dope underground radio show, and they play music which was always my big issue with radio. I don't want to have to fucking play music because if I have to play music, like right now, a fucking triple threat RIP six times in a row. If I'm picking the fucking music, RIP until I'm fucking blue in the face. And then I'm going to listen to the same Sean P song every 20 minutes because that's what I do by myself. Like no bullshit. <laughs> that's a good one. Who are some female rappers that don't get enough recognition? Uh, obviously snow snow has been fucking sitting on the fucking shelf at her label for God knows how long. And I knew that was going to happen. And we all kind of knew that was going to happen before it did. Uh, so she doesn't get the recognition she deserves. She's fire. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I do not. I notoriously do not like female rappers. I haven't really talked on that subject, but notoriously, I'm not a fan. I just think that rap music is something that it requires testicles. It's 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 got to do with an ego thing and a believability thing. 
and what I think people look for in certain types of rap music. Now, pop music is not the same thing. So if she was due to you know call herself a pop artist and do pop music, that'd be different. But you're trying to compete in a in an arena with men, and we all have testicles, and we're all fucking trying to be badasses. So just the fact that we let a woman in there at all is kind of fucking corny. But my man Sean P used to always say, like, I like no female rappers. Except for Rod Digga. Rod Digga's dope. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but there are fucking like I'm seeing I'm seeing the chat fill up with exceptions. There's mad exceptions. Lady of Rage, I mean the brat makes the fuck, you know, is the same thing. Ray's another one that's dope as fuck. There's tons of them. Uh, there's some girls that are local to Providence named Callie Ma who are fucking dope. Like, damn, like, I. so I say I don't like female rappers, but I like female rappers. There's, they're few and far between. And it's real hard for a female rapper to get any kind of fucking grab. Snow's got to keep pulling out singles. That's the idea. John knows what's up. I think that's the only thing she can do. She can't really put out fucking nothing because it's got to go through the label and the label ain't putting her... They, they're not letting her put out but that was kind of tech's fault too because tech didn't hit her up quick enough i mean the story for that apparently goes he was gonna sign her and a couple of weeks prior she got signed to wherever universal i don't know somebody somebody in the chat correct me about that blase did not kill herself i talked to her the other day it's a good video john nicole thoughts on Mackenzie she's a good she's a good piece to what strange is doing with their pop music department if you didn't know music opened a pop music department Chris Calico apparently is in there and um there's a band called above waves who I think's from Chicago but if you YouTube above waves, it's like four dudes. Yeah, Snow Snow signed with Atlantic. She signed with a major. Yo, Wiggles, bitch. $2 on the super chat. I'm going to start doing more of these live chats. Should I might do one every night? Do the 1130 nightly beard. All right, what do I think of Raz? I have no problems with the SKR people, but it's not my type of music. Um, What happened with them? And certain situation involving a man named Sam. It was handled right from a crew level. Like, I just know what would happen if a dude in my crew. Well, you know what I mean? Because as much as they're like, well, you know, he was a fan. Uh, he was an artist. And this, that, and this thing. So I, I have problems. I think Sictanic career is kind of in the shit can. Raz is out there doing her thing. I don't know who else from SKR is even active. Yo, um, what's Shorty's name from LSP? Yo, and that that the, it's funny you bring up the AOTP interviews, Je Jedi Mind interviews. So during my five years, five hundred shows for a year, yeah, Smalls one, Smalls one don't get no fucking play at all, and like she should, she's fire. Smalls one is dope as fuck yeah if we're gonna talk about female rappers who don't get no shine 
Shouts to fucking scum's little female protege Wednesday Adams looking chick there. Fucking smalls one. But the AOTP thing, everybody's saying AOTP interviews and shit. That's very close. For a year, I was the host of something called Disturbia Tuesdays in Worcester, Massachusetts. Shout to the whole Disturbia music group, Suicide Squad. But uh, Disturbia Music Group is the brainchild and company of Block McLeod from Brooklyn Academy and Army of the Pharaohs family. So all those guys. Um, I have pictures on my Instagram of me with self-titled, dabbed out of our fucking brains. So um, we're deaf like, you know, those are all guys I want to sit down with because those are all dudes I kind of know. Like, that's what I like about this is that people think I'm just some dude who came out of nowhere to do YouTube videos. And it's like, nah, man, I've been kicking around these shows doing business with these dudes for a long time. And I'm just now deciding that maybe my stories and my life and my lifestyle might be interesting to y'all. And it seems like it is. I mean, I still got 50 viewers at the moment. I'm kind of digging that. Mad Child interview, definitely in a possible in the future. However... Mad Child has to be able to accept the fact that I was one of the guys that led the booing of him off stage in L.A. at Mission Underground. Yo, apathy's from around the way. My radio show ninety on ninety point three FM WRIU, my radio show Black Fridays, the three p.m. to six p.m. slot on ninety point three FM has been hip hop music, commercial free. Since the 80s, it was the first like radio station I ever heard a rap song on. Apathy, that's where he started. He started by spitting fucking in the fucking radio station. Um, what's his name? That fucking dude be not be Dolan. Sage Francis. Sage Francis had a radio show on 90.3 FM WRIU. Uck. There's a bunch of fucking guys, like hip hop royalty guys. That had shows on my radio station. And I was on there three years. My radio show won a couple of awards while we've been there. But I think I've grown out of it. And I think that's where the internet and shit is coming in. Ever going to hear Magic Ninja put out a whole on Psychopathic? Probably not. There's no reason to. And like I've addressed before, the problems between Magic Ninja... No. The problems between Joe Bruce and Jamie and Paul are very personal. And if Twisted ever put that shit out there, change everything irreversibly. And nobody's trying to salt earth here. The only person that's out there trying to salt the earth is Joe Bruce. But as everybody sees, shit's calmed down. Fucking Gmo's disc comes out. Shit calms down. Tech, tech takes control, kind of like fucking Yidi Amin or some shit at the UN. Shit calms down. Violent J never answered back from Gmo's crushing attack. He did, however, get back with that mess known as Blase Rose. Recently, that chick's even been seen taking scantily clad Instagram photos from his bathroom. Over these last two years, I ended up meeting the source of the zanny worm-sucking story from Gmo's your resume. And at this point, I got really no basis to disbelieve him. So that story, as far as I'm concerned... Confirmed. I have to think that all these events we revisit from the last two years affect the game and the bank accounts of all those involved now. That new ICP record didn't even crack the iTunes Top 20, and with their DCG Con and gathering of the Juggalos events being in a constant state of flux, it looks like all Jay's bullshit from the last few years has come due. Tune in tomorrow, friends. New Monday, new beard. My friend, writer, professional fantasist, his name's Ryan Molyneux. He came by the headquarters for none of those super duper nerdy conversations. And his ass is mad British.
Don't miss that shit. And then I guess slide on over to Facebook if you want any piece of those fucking Beast Host Beard social media shenanigans. And until the next time, the beard has spoken again. <laughs>